to today. I want to teach you on what I call the keys to unending breakthroughs. Give me Isaiah 51 verse 1 to 3. Isaiah 51 verse number 1 to 3. It says, listen to me all who hope for deliverance. I'm reading the New Living Translation. All who seek the Lord, consider the rock from which you were cut. He says, the query from which you were mined. Yes, think about Abraham, your ancestor, and Sarah, who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man when I called him. But when I blessed him, he became a great nation. He was only one man when I blessed him. So every believer, the most important requirement that which you must go after is the blessing. So when you want a blessing of God on your life, listen to me. He says what? Well, but when I blessed him, when I became a Christian, I went hard after God for one specific thing, blessing. Many of us here, we go after anointing. We go after laying on of hands. We go after cars. You are a confused person. That's not what you look for. You look for what produces the car. There is that which makes things happen. America made one of the greatest mistakes. They went after Putin. And when they went after Putin, they just went after his money. Thinking that when they shut down the SWIFT, Putin's economy will shut down and Putin will now come on his knees and crawl. But what they did not know is that Putin had positioned himself in a way that shutting his finances does not stop him from still sustaining himself. There is something that the man knows that they don't know. How do you go after a man in whose land is in Petersburg? The biggest church auditorium that they offer sacrifice every day. You don't know what you are talking about. When you have rejected God, a man who has accepted God, you can never find that person. You see, there is a secret. Russia has everything in abundance. Gold in abundance. Diamond in abundance. Uh, uh, oil in abundance. Grain in abundance. Land in abundance. They have everything in abundance. What others seek for in nations, he has it in his nation. You see, God in his infinite wisdom positioned you where you are. And if he will seek after his blessing, he will activate some things in your life. That that which you need, it will not be dependent on an outside influence. It will be dependent on the fact that God is in your midst. It's a major statement. What I've said is a dangerous thing. I am not afraid of anybody. By the grace of God, God has helped us. I told my, myself when I was growing up, it's just respect. It's not any man of God who give me anointing. We respect the grace on their life, but they are not the giver of anointing. Because some of us, when they look at our face, they won't give us. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So the one you must go after is God Almighty, not a human being. Yes, submit. Respect the grace on somebody's life. That grace can speak for you. But at some point, you must go to God and seek for your own blessing. Because he said, consider. He said, look to Abraham. I called him alone. And I blessed him. See, the secret of life is that life becomes easy when a man seeks God for his blessing. The foundation of your life must be based on the fact that God, I want your blessing. Praise the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah. He says, but when I bless him, he became a great nation. He says, the Lord will comfort Israel again and have pity on her ruins. So you, whenever you go through stuff where you've lost everything, he says he will comfort you again. You have pity on your ruins. He says, her desert will blossom like Eden. Her barren wilderness like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in there. Songs of thanksgiving will fill the air. Why is this happening? He says that if you are going through stuff and you've been crying unto me, consider what I did for Abraham. If I change his story, if you can come after me and love me, I will change your story. Someone say, Lord, change my story. You see, the subject of prosperity answers to applied truth. The subject of prosperity, it answers to what? Applied truth. There are many of us who are running all over the place. You want to prosper mentally, emotionally, financially. It answers to applied truth. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all of that things that others are looking for will come to you. Because the subject of prosperity, it answers to what? Applied truth. Someone say apply truth. Praise the Lord. 
Isaiah 48, verse 17 to 19 says, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. So you must first be born again. He must be your Redeemer. The Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teaches thee to profit. So God is the one who teaches us to profit. Ah! Some of you are not prof- prof- profiting in your marriage. Relationship is not working. It's because you don't know that God is the one who teaches. You know, sometimes... Church members won't come to church, but they'll go for parties, weddings, events, and go home late. If it is God, they have a problem. If it drizzles, they won't come. If it's an engagement and a wedding, they will, they will be there. When you wake up and your nose is itching you, you won't come to church. Your neck, mm-hmm. your leg, mm-hmm. your... And yet you expect God to, of all the millions of people in this world, leave everybody and focus on your issue. You are ignorant. It doesn't work that way. And I'll show you in the scriptures. Some of the keys to unending breakthroughs. He says, I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to profit. Number two, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. So God says, I teach you how to profit. And I lead you in the way that you must go. Let me continue. Oh, that thou hast hearkened to my commandment. Then had thy peace been as a river. He said, if you want peace, oh, you have to listen to what I'm saying. Is it in your Bible? Look at what he continues to say. And thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. He said, thy seed also had been as the sand. And the offsprings of thy bones like the gravel thereof. He says, his name shall not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. He says that the reason why your name has been cut off. Or your child's name. Or your father's name. Or anybody who you know and things are not working for the person. He says, because you did not hearken to my commandment. Are you getting me? He says, I am the Lord that God, which led thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Oh, that thou would hearken to my commandment. Then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. So, so the things you say that I'm believing God for, God says, if you obey me personally, I would show that you have a right standing with me. I will be the prover of it. I am the one who showed the proofs. It's not you. God, I've served you for two years. Look at it. But you know that you have not been faithful. You've been serving God with a lukewarm attitude. Anytime anything competes with God, that thing takes over. And yet, after two years, you are looking back. Praise the Lord. You see, it's applied revelation of God's word that commits God to the integrity of his word. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse number 1. To two, he says, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all, not some, all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. He puts a personal pronoun that God must first be your God. Who is the one who sets us on high? Is it man? Touch your neighbor and say, it's God, it's God, it's God. Now, so if it is God, why are we looking for men? We come to church and, and, and they only let us pray for favor. And the favor is not that God will favor us. That we will find favor with men. When you don't have favor with God, see some of us, the door that is closed is God who has closed the door. He said, God is the one who lifts. The promoter is God. God is the one who sets you on high. It is no man. It is no man. Why? Because when it comes to men, we have limit to our capacity that we can believe God for. But when you come to God, he chooses your capacity because he made you. Praise the Lord. So it's always applied revelation of God's word that commits God to the integrity of his word. That's why in Job 34 verse 32, it says, That which I see not teach thou me. If I've done iniquity, I will do no more. In other words, there are things I don't see God teach me. Child of God, it is time you let God teach you. Papa, what must I do concerning this issue, concerning that issue? Father, I am your child. Talk to me personally. Because there are things if I tell you, you won't even believe. You won't believe. You won't believe. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 22 verse 2 says, In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits. And yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Everybody look at the scripture. Is it not the Bible that says God lives in us? And he's telling us that in heaven there is, in the midst of the street of heaven, on either side of the river, there's a tree of life. 
which bear 12 manner of fruit. So every believer, every month, you must bear fruit. Each month. There must not be any month that you are unproductive. You must bear fruit. That's why you must get God in your house. <laughs> if he's not there, you bear the fruit. That's why you spend time in worship. That's why you spend time in prayers. That's why you spend time crying unto God. Because when he's not there, you bear fruit. Because your focus should be God. He chooses. You see, we have made our natural strength the source so much that when somebody takes money away from us, we can't forgive the person. We can't move on with our life. We are so fixed on 1,000, 2,000. Then what do you mean, 1,000? Somebody was fighting over, somebody over, change, change. He just took it, something and hit the guy, said the guy is dead. Who could them? You have messed your whole life. Is your life worth that money? A boy chop your money and broke up with you. It's been many years, you are not forgiving the boy. As long as I'm not happy, he will not be happy. Do you know what you've done? Can two work together except they agree? You have agreed with the guy that as long as the guy is not happy, you will also not be happy. That's why you are here. Touch your neighbor and say, it's time to change. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 6 to 8. He said, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. He didn't say your family. He said who? You. Who is the you? Every man according as he purposes in his heart. So let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity. So those of you who only give to God when you need something. You are giving out of necessity. God, he doesn't do that. You won't give money to God that. Let a man of God enter into the place. You know that? Ah, as he has prophesied. So you didn't pay your tithe for a long time. You think you can bribe God. You are joking. Hey, the man of God, the man of God, pause on me. Do, 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 do. Pour a on your head. Praise the Lord. You see, the abundance of God is to be used for every good work. What did he say? He says that so that, he says that, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things. You see, I keep telling you, I have money always. Having all sufficiency in all things. He says you will abound unto every good work. So the reason why God brings prosperity is for good work. It is not just for you and your family. It is not just for you and your boyfriend. You see, a lot of people don't like prosperity message because once you start preaching on it, people start telling you that eh, pastors, they want money, they want, but the pastor wants to drive a, 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 a Range Rover, want to drive a Ferrari, why a locking book? If people are in a church and the pastor is the only person prospering in the church, who thinks are happening? One, the members are lying. Because it is what you give that the pastor will eat. So it is out of the abundance of what you give that you eat. So if the pastor, let's say he's not getting resources from anywhere, but he's eating money from the altar and he's able to buy a Range Rover for himself and the members are poor, something is not right. Because how did you get the money and brought that the pastor could afford it, but you could not? What happened? Because nobody carries every money from him and gives every time. Maybe once you will give God a very powerful offering. Is it true of us? But most of the time, where is the money? Who gives the money? Now you are not talking. Are you getting me? You see, the purpose of prosperity is not for personal, personal gains only. It is to make a difference in other lives. It is to do what? It's to make a difference. I'm not just talking about physical prosperity. God gave you wisdom to become a doctor, not just for your family. It is that you make a difference. Is that what? You make a difference. This one, when I was preparing, the Holy Ghost was beginning to speak to me and, and was asking me questions. Why did God give you wisdom? Because you and your classmate. Why alone you? Why did God give you the job? 
Why did God give you that position? It is that you will make a difference. And when we fail to recognize the purpose for which God has endowed us with that kind of opening, why should you be in divine health? Why you enjoy? Why is it that none of your children is getting sick? Is it because God wants to free your hands so that you will do something for his work and his kingdom? Could it be that you were put here for such a time like this because you must make a difference in somebody's life? Or it's just about you, what you will eat, what you will wear, what you will represent. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? This life is not just about you. You, wherever you are placed, it is because God has a purpose for you. Don't let God bring people into your life and violate them because they are vulnerable. Don't! God did not put you in that position so that you misuse it. But men will not see, but God will judge me one day. What did you do with the relationships I brought to you? In 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 13, the Bible says, Solomon went to God and it was clear. He told God, God give me wisdom that I will know how to go and come back and to judge your people. And God said to him, Inasmuch as you did not ask for your enemies, that should bless you so that you overcome your enemies. I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. Can I continue? Verse 14. And if thou wilt walk in my ways, and to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did, walk, then I will lengthen thy days. The purpose of the blessing is for God to lengthen your days. But the day you stop walking after God because you think you have arrived, it ends there. You begin to enjoy frustrations of life. Praise the Lord. Look at it. And you see, Solomon came into this key of the blessing. He came into a prosperity. And he discovered just one key, sowing. Someone say the key of sowing. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 63, And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered unto the Lord two and twenty thousand oxen and an hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. Remember, Solomon before this time had given God a thousand. You see, when he gave God a thousand, God blessed him and said, I'll give you riches and honor. He saw that, ah, the secret is I must give. So he started giving God one twenty thousand. But he was not rich towards God. He did not love God. He was not a lover of God. You see, when Solomon's well, skyrocketed. It destroyed him because he did not know the purpose of the well. You know, Solomon built God only one house, one temple. And he built 1,000 temples for gods, other women's things that they follow after. 1,000. Why? You see, God is no respecter of persons, according to Romans chapter 2, verse number 11. God is no respecter. You see, we need to understand the purpose for which God blesses us. God does not bless us so that we will, we will show off. No, that's not why God blesses us. It is that we will be a blessing. The purpose of prosperity is not to buy, it's good to own a decent car and go up and down and buy whatever. But you must know the purpose. You must know the purpose. Solomon did not know. When the world came, he went after women. Seven hundred concubines. One thousand girlfriends. What, what is wrong with you? How can a man sleep with one thousand people? 1,000. 364. It means that every day. You will die. In fact, it will take him three years to satisfy all the girls. If he will, he will do it every day. The privileges God has given you, the access, the opportunities God has given you, it is not just for you to buy a car, nice car, drive a car, you have been promoted, oh, I'm enjoying. No, it is that you will make a difference in other people's life. You will make a difference. They don't have to be only people who can give you something. People go to funerals because they want to meet her. It's not that they love their personal. They just want a contract. I'll show you the purpose of prosperity. The prosperity of God, it has a purpose. First Chronicles 22, 7 to 10. First Chronicles. No, let me, you just, let me read this thing first. Before, go to First Kings chapter 11, verse 6 to 10. First Kings chapter 11, verse 6 to 10. He says, And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then did Solomon build an high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their God. And the Lord was angry with Solomon. Why? Because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared to him twice. God had appeared to him twice to bless him. 
And every blessing, see, listen, every blessing of God is with a condition. Every promise of scripture is with a condition. God does not bless you out of a vacuum. It's not because you are too handsome. Or you come from Ocho Bompeso or, or Anfuega. That's not the reason or purpose for which God is blessing you. There is always a reason. And you must go back to God and say, God, why have you given me this gate set? Why have you given me these privileges? Why have you given me these opportunities? What is the purpose for keeping me here? Because if we, when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Praise the Lord, somebody. Look at it. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing. So God has spoken to him that when you, you, you don't go after me, when you don't love me, you see, God blessed Solomon because the Bible says, and Solomon loved God. When he loved him, God blessed him. That's why he gave God 1,000. Once the blessing came, ah, it's time for us to, you know, we have to paint town red. And let the ladies begin to have body counts. That's not God's purpose. That's all. Some of us, our blessings have delayed because we don't know the purpose of God. Let's go to my scripture. First Chronicles 22 verse 7 to 11. And David said to Solomon, My son, as for me, it was in my mind to build a house unto the Lord, unto the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, Thou hast shed blood abundantly and has made great wars. Thou hast not built, thou shalt not build a house unto my name, because thou hast shed much blood upon the earth in my sight. Behold, a son shall be born to thee, who shall be a man of rest. <laughs> and I will give him rest from all his enemies round about. So the reason why God was giving Solomon rest was because God wants to do something. Now let's look at it. Let's look at it. He said, you give him rest from all his enemies round about. For his name shall be Solomon. And I will give peace and quietness unto Israel in his days. Why? Because he shall build a house for my name. And he shall be my son. And I will be his father. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now my son, the Lord be with thee. And prosper thou. And build the house of the Lord thy God. As he has said of thee. So he moves it from mine to your God. He says, God says I fought, he won't let me build. He's removing the fight from your, your elevation so that you would build him a house. Are you listening to me? So God is doing it because he wants you to do something for him. Not the other way. He's not giving it to you because he says you are not fighting. So those of you who keep fighting battle, I'm under attack. Witches are chasing me. I don't remember the last time. It's because you have failed to recognize the purpose for which God called you. He sent you. It is for you to build him a house. Your office. God wants you to represent him to your friends, to your colleagues. God wants you to be a game changer among your colleagues. He brought you crazy friends because he knows that they won't listen to Pastor Daniel. They may have trust issues with me, thinking that all of us are thieves. But you, they trust. What you will need, God will give you. But he first wants you to love him first and go after what he goes after. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wealth is a curse without understanding its purpose. Wealth is a curse if you don't know the purpose for which God gave you. Why did God choose you out of that family to lift you? If you don't know, the, it becomes a, a lot of rich people. See, I've been praying for rich people from the age of 21. Maybe 20. I've been praying for rich people. I, can I tell you something? They have problems. Though. They take medication. They have high blood pressure. They have this. Dr. Amiwa. Baby Omoba. My money, I may lose this deal. Hey, this, hey, this deal. Hey, and there's pressure. And you can't sleep. When you know God place you there, you will lift up hands and worship him. And after that, you step out there knowing that your God says he will not withhold any good thing from them that walk upright. He said, I said before, an open door that no man can shut. When you come into that level of understanding that God is the opener of my doors, God has given me this and trusted it. I'm just waiting for when God will ask for how much you need. Because when you go after what God goes after, you will never lack what you need for your own life. When you go after what God goes after, you will never lack anything that you need for your own life. Someone say, Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Look at it. Solomon will live a very frustrated life. And when he's and he says, vanity is vanity, all is vanity. All is vanity and the vexation of the spirit. Why? Frustrated. He did not know the purpose of God for his life. First Kings 11 verse 5. Quickly, quickly, quickly. We don't have time. Let me finish this thing. And then we'll go after something. For Solomon went after Ashtaroth, the goddess of Zidonian, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Next verse. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. There are many of us, we are not going fully after God. We are not going fully. We live small, Christian small, Wesemin small, Motromojo small, pastors, Motromojo, church members, Motromojo, his Wesemin's crooked ways somebody must smooth you your husband did not see your wife did not see please i'm not here to please my wife there is a god in heaven go after him go after god please don't live a holy life because of me i don't need it it's you and god has nothing absolutely nothing all this thing uh, you know hey our hammer i went to a friend of mine's house he has a bentley parked he's parked the bentley for one year on two canada because only baby on the back God is not a wicked God that he won't bless you. But that, do you know the purpose for the blessing? This life God has given you, why shouldn't he take it? That's a question you should ask yourself today. Why should God spare my life? Is there something I'm doing for God for which God must spare my life today? If I'd, if, if I'd gone to Catholic church, I'd have been a Catholic priest. Too much sacrifice. Can you imagine all the ladies with all their shankles? You look at it and you tell you, no, I've dedicated myself to God. And please don't think all Catholic priests are not correct. Some are clean, some are anointed. In fact, most of them, they're, they're unclean, they are very few. The price they pay for the cause of Christ, you, even come to church alone is a major issue. Your wife did not cook for you, so you are angry because she went to church. Where am I going? Samilia and the husband invited a guy to come to church. According to the guy's testimony, he, he, he was having these issues with, with police and, and court and crazy, some money issue, basa, basa, Charlie. And he, he had been contemplating on committing suicide in both. Then they invited the guy to come to church. He started coming to church. His face started building up. He began to pray and trust God. Went through a lot. It had affected his father. He didn't even have a good relationship with his father. But because of the problem, he ran back home and his father helped him. Because the bail bond, he could not afford. He, his father had to come. He says his father stepping. Because every father loves his child. Regardless of your, your, your buffoonery. And yet, when God visited the guy, look at what God did. He went to the police station last two weeks. He went to court. The attorney general came and said, I've canceled the case. Then the lawyer said, ah, they're going to rearrest you with new, new issues. The guy said, ah, I prayed, I'm trusting God. At that time, you remember last, when we were fasting, Lady Irene said, anybody with a court case. I think I had said it, she said it, we, we prayed on it. Sir, they rearrested them, took them to the police station into the jail. The inspector came there and said, ah, what are you doing here? He said, ah, they just arrested. He said, no, no, you are not part. Your case is different. They've removed you from the case. Go home. You are free. The you see, you see, so when God gets ready to bless, who do you think God will remember? The people who brought the guy who now, the guy said, now, I don't even know what to give to God. I, I'm thinking of something that will cost me to honor God with. The purpose why God exposed him was so that he would come to know him. And when God blesses him and he feels now, he has become an argument. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. You see, Solomon ended his journey with regrets. I pray you will not end your journey with regret. Luke 6 38. He says, give and it shall be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaking together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet without, it shall be measured to you. There are many of us, we don't give. When have you given a little of your time to speak to somebody about Christ? When? When? He says the same measure. It costed you something to, to serve the cause and the interest of God. He says he will cause men. 
Some of us, it's money. Most of us, it's our children. God has a way of aligning people to do it. So God was paying her in a way she did not know. The daughter would not go wayward. She would not live her life anyhow. And yet, I am sure he thought God had not honored her for all the years of sacrifice in the church. What she did not know was that that at which her own capacity and her rebuke cannot do. God has caused others to give back to her. When we give for the cause of Christ, when we sacrifice for the things of God and for the advancement of God, God has a way of choosing people who will give back to us in ways that we do not even know. Sometimes it's for our children. Sometimes for the third or fourth generation. See, this thing that about giving people think it's just money for money. It's not money for money. <laughs> it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Job chapter 36 verse 11. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. I didn't write it. And their years in pleasures. So, number, number one, I must first obey God. Number two, I must serve him. Not grudgingly, not out of necessity, but because I love God. And when I do that, he says that ah, I shall spend my days in prosperity. It's not my days in hospital. I'll not spend my days hitting my head here and there. Trying, ah, I met a man this week. I was in a car with a certain man. He saw a guy, he mentioned his name. He said, this guy, some, he, he was so rich. At some point, he owned trolleys. Now, even what you eat is a problem. May you not be that kind of person. May you never be that kind of person. That because you don't have time for God, you've lost everything. A friend of mine, on fire for God, he would not misbehave. One wife, he would love God. He, he loved the things of God. Sometimes when he closes church, he's even sleeping, he'll come to church. One day I said, don't be coming. He says, sir. It's better for me to sleep in God's presence than to go home and lie on a comfortable bed. Boom! God bless him financially. God opened doors that doesn't make sense before the age of 40. The moment the money started coming, he turned his heart away from God and started doing other things. Then problems have started. Every day he's taking medication. When he meets him, he says, Ja, my shit, my shit, my shit. One day I saw him with. with Whiskey or vodka and keep pouring, pouring frustration. See, the prosperity is for the advancement, of course. When God blesses you, He wants you to be closer to Him, not to be away from Him. Don't let your prosperity drive you away from God. Don't let the blessing of God drive you away from God. Let the blessing of God give you a heart of gratitude that draws you closer to God. Don't like someone saying, like, Won't I receive it? This is the true Christianity. See, listen, let me say something. Christianity is not about whether I go to Methodist, Anglican, Presby, or all those things is not important. All those things is just focused emphasis. Catholic Church, they focus on one thing. Methodist, they focus on one thing. Presby, they focus on one thing. Anglican, Assemblies of God, uh, Deeper Life, they all focus on one thing. It's just focus emphasis. But the only way to God is Jesus Christ. And when you have a relationship with him at the day of judgment, he will ask you, did you go to Faith Life Church or you went to Catholic Church or you went to Presby or Methodist or ICGC? He will say, did you have a relationship with me? And when I bless you financially, what did you do with your life? Hagar chapter 2 verse 8. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, said the Lord of hosts. Next verse. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than that than of the former, say the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, say the Lord of hosts. Do you know there are a lot of us who are rich who have no peace? Some of you, you've even got your husbands, you don't have peace. Where did you go? What time is it? Let me check your phone. <laughs> you are married, but you need peace because you know that the ways and wins by which you got the man. Me, I don't have time for that. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9, please. He says, And they sang a new song saying, Thou art ready to take the book and to open the scissors, for thou was slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Verse 10. And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. God has made you a king and a priest. You are supposed to reign on this earth, not to be a beggar. But what do we do? then God will lift us. then God will for more. So every day God is doing 
We are making God do exercise. Yet he says, Matthew 6, 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things that everybody is looking for, it shall be added unto you. You see, God wants to channel his resources to faithful people who redistribute it for the advancement of the cause of Christ. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 18 to 19. That they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come. That they may lay hold on eternal life. Sister, whatever you are getting is for the cause of Christ. Whatever privileges you are praying for. All these, ha, ha. They will pray more. After that, they go and pray NSPPD. After that, they will pray Alpha Hour. Yet they are unforgiving, vindictive people. They don't forgive anybody. That thing is not Christianity. Please, I'm not saying Alpha Hour is not Christianity. I am saying that this going after your, your enemies is it, it, not even scripture. The Bible says, pray for those who despitefully hurt you. The only person we bind is the devil, not the people you are considering your enemy. Because when a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies. So God recognizes we have enemies, but he says, you let your way please me. Now here, you don't want to submit your husband because of small money that you have gotten. You talk to your husband in your You use F word on your husband. Hey! Small money you've gotten. What the You are bragging to your wife. Like what the man said, I am the most powerful man in Ghana. Nobody in this earth can make another human being miserable except the person doesn't have a relationship with God. I'm telling you, there is nobody on this earth that can make you miserable that I'll pray against you. Nonsense. God is my father. Can somebody come and talk to you to kill your own child? Huh? Can somebody come and talk to you that you should make your child's life miserable? The scripture says, who shall bring a charge against God's elect when he, God, has not permitted so, it is time we get to know the word of God. No demon, no man of God, I don't care who he is, can pray for me to come down, except I don't have a relationship with God. I am a child of God. I am a king's kid. I've been made kings and, and, and priests unto God. There is a covering around me and it's around every believer. The Bible says the angels of the Lord encamp around the righteous. Stop being afraid. The people you are fighting against, they don't have power. Okay, you don't forgive. Yet you don't even spend time to worship God. There are many of us, we only come to church after worship is over. The only thing God wants from us is we should worship him. Yet we don't worship God. We have time for everything. When you are going for meetings, you don't go late. When it comes to God, you are late. Only once in God's presence per week, you don't have time. Are you serious at all? No wonder things are following you. We must be kingdom addicted people. We must be kingdom dreaming people. We must be kingdom financing people. We must be kingdom defending people. You must defend the cause of Christ. You're in the office, somebody's talking, and the pastor says, they chop the money, all this tight, it is, it is Old Testament. The person asks him, are you a Christian? If it's not, let's end it. Do you go to church? Say yes. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? Do you believe in the promises of, of scripture? He says, yes. He says, please, then we don't have to have this argument. It's okay. When I'm there, don't have this conversation. You don't want to pay, don't pay. It's not by force. It's not by force. God doesn't need your money. God doesn't need your money. Uh -uh. I won't lie to you. How much do you, do you do you have? Do you know who I am? Oh, no. You don't know who you are. God's secret is that you will love him. The secret to unending prosperity is to love God. Someone say, I will love God. Look at it. Deuteronomy 13 verse 3. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet. God is saying, if a prophet come to prophesy things that will drive you away from me. He said, you shall not hearken unto that prophet. Or that dreamer of dreams. Deuteronomy 13 verse 3. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So whenever somebody wants to drive you away from God. Ah, you only have one wife. One wife. Hey. So when you are taking normal drink, you say, hey, and then why you bow? We need to add in some sun and bow again. 
says you shall not. God wants to every day remember he, before you slap your wife, before you slap your husband, because some women beat their husband. He says God is proving every day in your secret place. Remember, God is proving you. God is doing. God is doing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Joshua 22, verse 5. But take diligent heed to do the commandments and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you, to love the Lord your God, and to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, and to cleave unto him, and to serve him with all your heart, and with all your soul. Why does, when he gets to heart, God says all. When it comes to your soul, he says all. Because he knows that there will be distractions. But he says, if you want unending breakthroughs for me, love me with everything. Every, you are being recruited by divorcees into their camp. Their marriage did not work. So they said, as for, if it was me, see, that same husband, eh? <laughs> if you leave the, your husband, one of those divorcees will carry. The one is telling me, if I was, I will tolerate this nonsense. I would divorce, I would divorce him. Or, because they do a wedding or no one that them. My wife travels, it's not easy. So now I'm praying that she doesn't travel. We are going together. So this temptation is too much now. Don't think that you're a superman. Oh, she's just my friend. Who go once our short draws? Yeah, that's what my former boss taught me. My former boss taught me right when I became. She said, I thank God for my former boss because as a young Christian, you know, cameramen, they like girls. But when we are doing the video, we'll be checking the beautiful ones. Open said the cameraman tattooed to Mrs. My former boss, he told me that winning. God never tempts anybody. The devil also doesn't tempt anybody. He sets the stage. What the It means you are finished. You are now. He says, the Bible says, he says, my former boss, God bless him, Mr. Richard. Richard. Ujiri. He said to me, he said, the only thing God says we should flee. He didn't say we should pray. He didn't say we should bind. He didn't say we should fight. He said temptation as an old flea, run. One can say jinao. One can say fight for the weapons of our warfare. No cannot. Your love for God must cause you to try as much as you can. Sometimes you fall, but try as much as you can to, to run away or, 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 or shun superfluity of naughtiness. Get yourself away from things that will let you, eh, you, I will do you this. Mm, you can't. You say, you're a fiero. You can't. You're a dress. Eh, mm, mm. Oh, you can't do anything. Hey, you, you, my wife will catch you. Why would you say that you're in a conviction? But when my wife catches you, so your wife will not catch me. We'll see. That could be send our page And God help you. If that sex is better than your wife, you are addicted. The devil is after your destiny and what God will do with you. And so be careful associations. It's not just fornication. I'm talking about the associations you keep. Because the purpose for which God has blessed you, the purpose for which you have life, the purpose for which he's opened the doors for you, is so that you will advance his cause. You will advance the cause of his kingdom. You would represent him to the people at the upper echelon of society. You represent him at the middle society. You represent him even at the low class. God wants you to represent him. But if the salt loses its silver here in my ears, it shall be good for nothing but thrown in the street. May you not be a salt that you lose your saltiness. I want everybody to begin to pray. God, I will follow after you. God, I will love you. God, I will follow after you. I will love you. I will love you. Ah, I will love you. We are empowered to be rich towards God. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 21, the Bible tells us that we must be rich towards God. It says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. A proof of your treasure with God is where, what, what do you focus your attention? What do you love? Do you love the things of God? Do you love the house of God? Or you don't? Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Do you love God and the things of God? Do you love God? He says, the labor of the foolish weary at every one of them because he knoweth not how to go to the city. Today I'm teaching you how to go to the city. I'm saying, Lord, 
you have blessed me for such a time like this because you want me to advance your cause. You have loved me because you want me to advance your cause. You have loved me. You gave me this. You maintain my opportunity because you want to do this for me. You want to do that for me. You want to do this for me. You want to do that for me. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. You want to pray and say, Lord, I have lost my first love. Lord, I have left all and I, 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 I've left all and I followed you. Lord, I, 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 I left you and followed after different things that have not profited me. Today I return. Today I return. I'm asking you one more time a question that the Holy Spirit kept asking me. He said, why must you live? Why must God heal you? Why, why should God give you money? Why should God give you that promotion? Why should God open that door for you? You want to pray. God, I ask for forgiveness. Areas where I've not gotten it right. Lord, help me to get it right. Areas where I've mistaken it. Thinking that the prosperity is for this or for that. It is for frivolous things. No, I now understand that I am supposed to be... It is for the advancement of the cause of Christ. It is that Lord... I will favor your cause. 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 Luke chapter 12 verse 21. I will favor your cause. I will favor. Somebody open up your mouth and pray. And say, Lord, help me to walk upright. Say, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself. And is not rich towards God. My prayer is that you'll be rich towards God. This scripture is about a man. It's about a man. It's about a man who had many riches. That man, that man had many riches uh, he had made so much money he had made money and, 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 and he was still not rich towards God he was not rich towards God and Jesus gave this parable Jesus gave this parable and said uh, that this man because he's not rich towards God God said I will take your life this day I will take your life this day he says I will take your life this day because you're a foolish man you're a foolish man because you did you are not rich towards me the man said my bonds are full I need to pull it down and and build it more I need to pack the money and keep the money and yet there was no instance where he was thinking of building God a house of building God a house of making a difference in the life of people but it is my prayer today that no matter what God gives to you you will be rich towards God you'll 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 be rich towards God in the name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus come on somebody lift up your voice and pray and say Lord uh, I have struggled uh, there have been too many unrest too many sorrows uh, but I come to know that the blessings of the Lord make it richer and adds no sorrow that is when that is when that is when when I use it towards the cause of Christ Lord teach me to do things that honest you. Let me have a passionate pursuit for the advancement of the cause of Christ. Lord, I understand that my financial fortune is a product of a divine favor. That I am where I am because you opened the door and I will use it. I must use it to serve the cause and the interests of Christ. I must use it for the advancement of the cause of Christ to my generation. Lord, help me to fully represent you. Where offenses have moved me away from serving your house. Jesus, help me to be a true Christian. God wants us to extend the love of the Father to those who live with us. I pray for you that today you will come to know the Lord. You will come to know the Lord. I leave you with two scriptures. Everybody open your eyes. In 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 3, the Bible says, Solomon loved the Lord and followed all the decrees of his father. Look at it. He didn't say he followed the decrees of God. He honored his father at the expense of God. But the Bible says, but... Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. He did not love God fully. And so he died a frustrated man. I pray that no matter how generous you are, your generosity will not, will not, will, will not buy you heaven. It is your relationship with Jesus that will do. 
If you would not build a relationship with God, nothing would happen. Solomon loved God. I pray this day that you love God. That you forgive anybody that has ever wronged you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says in Exodus 25 to 6, New Living Translation, he says, You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. New Living Translation, I will not tolerate your affection. Please. God says, the things we have affection or affinity for, he will not tolerate it if it is at the expense of him. I'd like you to lay your hand on your heart and say, God, if I've ever done that, forgive me. If I've ever done that, forgive me. If I've ever, if I've ever loved other things more than you, forgive me. He says, when you do that, I will lay the sins of the parents upon their children. And the entire family will be affected. He said, even children in the third and fourth generation of those who reject me. Somebody lay your hand on your heart and say, Lord, I will not reject you. Father, today, I, I renew my relationship with I will not reject you. Not because of my friends. I will not reject you before my friends. I will not try to please my friends at the expense of it. I will not reject you. I will not please my colleagues. I will not please my, my wife. I will not please and I will honor you if it comes to rejecting you and honoring you for the sake of a man. For the sake of a contract, Lord, let all men be liars. May you be true. I pray that from this day, I'll be a Christian whose love favors God. God says, but I will lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on all those who love me and obey my commandments. I pray for you that from this day, you obey God's commandments. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, Amen. One more time, put your hands together.